Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas, Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're in or you're out, right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! <laughs> Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome again to Las Vegas, Nevada, a place to see great entertainers and eat wonderful food. And today you'll meet a couple of folks who provide just that. For example, what do David Bowie, John Waite, and Julian Lennon all have in common? Yes, they hail from across the Atlantic, but did you know they all use the same drummer? His name is Alan Childs, and you'll meet him today. Next, are you looking for a great Italian dinner? No, not from a famous television chef, but from a new, great chef whose food tastes like it's from your Nana's kitchen. You'll meet Chef Trees of Esther's Kitchen. And as always, you'll also hear from our regulars. Eddie O, the wine guy, America's first master sommelier, talks about the most difficult section of the incredibly difficult master sommelier exam. On luxury living Vegas style, Katie Medrano of Flipping Vegas previews the 2019 real estate marketplace in Vegas. Finally, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com discusses the difficulty of bringing the best of Broadway to the Las Vegas Strip. You've all heard the song, My Heroes Have Always Been Cowboys. Well, I think my heroes have always been drummers. And I got a really good one with us today. Alan Childs, he's been a drummer for names you would know, like David Bowie, John Waite, Julian Lennon. Just a really interesting thing. Alan, welcome to the show. I want to ask you right off the bat, I understand it was that, and I remember it, I was a little kid at the time, Ed Sullivan show. You see the Beatles play? Did that really, was that like you decided that this is what I want to do? Well, actually, yes. Uh, I, though I was listening to music before that, my father bought me a Webcore record player. I remember it was red and white, and I could remember the smell of the motor. <laughs> you know, when it, it was unbelievable. And I, I kind of fell in love with it, like, right away. And then he bought me a single, which I remember was... Get a job by the silhouettes. <laughs> it's a double double uh, message. Yeah, almost, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was it. I was hooked, and then I I got Dion and the Belmonts, The Wanderer, Duke of Earl by Gene Chandler. Uh, this is great uh, stuff. My 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 little runaway was at Del Shannon. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know that era, and I started collecting forty fives. Then. When the Beatles came, that did it. You know, that solidified it. That, like, that's what I'm going to do. I didn't know what instrument. I yeah. just knew that that's what I want to do. And I never questioned my career. Even in junior high school, like, what are you going to be, Alan, when you grow up? I never even questioned it. And uh, uh, I picked up a guitar first and then I eventually ended up on drums. But, yes, Ed Sullivan was very well, Yeah, important. you know, and, I mean, you hear that. I know Billy Joel said that, too. You know, and, and then you start hearing it from people. But I do remember it was a really special thing because at that time, everybody watched Ed Sullivan. We all knew that was coming. And uh, what was it? Just the freedom they were doing? What was it? It, it was different. Even then, that great stuff you were talking about from before, from the 50s, it had a different feel to it. Yeah, well, first of all, the music before that were single singers, and they'd go into a recording studio with studio musicians, and they usually, the artists didn't write the songs most of the time. Uh, the Beatles brought like a brotherhood, like, like a little gang, like four guys, best friends, and like uh, a lot of us were missing that in our lives too. You know, yeah. another point of view. Like, like my family wasn't that close. You know, yeah. and like I was imagining, like, wow, being in a band, like with best friends and stuff like that. You know, and of course the music. Yeah. Uh, just was it, it overcame me. You know, and and millions of others. And also, um, their look was so different. Everything combined was like that's it. 
You know, isn't it funny? We look at that look seems so revolutionary at the time. My parents were appalled. And then I look at it and they look like just they look actually like little four conservative guys with suits on. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Now you look back and it's a, well, let's talk a little about first of all, I'm always interested in drummers, their heroes. So was like Ringo Starr, for example. Was oh, that a hero? For sure. Yeah, Ringo. The whole though I was listening before the Beatles, uh the whole British invasion. I don't know, struck me even harder. Uh, even though Dave Clark really wasn't a great drummer, uh, he was featured and his big triplet fills were, right. you know, right out front. And uh, that was inspiring. Uh, what what yeah. do you think about guys like now? Like the two that come to mind in different types of music, Neil Pert with Rush and then, of course, Buddy Rich. Yeah. Well, drumming has come a long way. Yeah. Um, when I was when I was a kid just starting, uh, and you put a kid now just starting, it's two different worlds. I mean, there's ten year old kids, eight year old kids that kill me technically. <laughs> you know, on YouTube, these guys and girls, the Japanese girl that video, she's like like a, a fusion drummer, like the, like the best of the best, like Neil, almost like Neil Peart. Wow. Uh, yeah. What was the question? Well, well, you know, the two of them, you know, you know like you mentioned, I mean, that's interesting, like Neil Peart, and now there's other people doing that. What is it? What makes them different? I mean, Buddy Rich, I have a song on my iPad, Bugle, Bugle Call Rag, I think, or something, and he plays these, these, uh, these little sets, and people say he can do that with one hand faster than most you know, pro drummers can sure. do it with two. What what is it? Is it just a, is it a sense? Is it part of your inner being? Why it's, can somebody be that good at that? <laughs> his tech—it's all about technique, and uh, a lot of the great drummers have phenomenal technique. Uh, it's a gift that some would—it some it came with—it's just in them, and some learned it at yeah. school. They went to school, or they studied with another drummer, and they have that facility to that. The technique was amazing, but. Take a guy like Ringo. There's two schools of thought. There's the drummers that play great for a song, mm-hmm. right? So like Ticket to Ride by the Beatles, what made Ringo great is his imagination. What could I play here that's different? And he came up with this drum beat that's copied even to this day. Uh, Tomorrow Never Knows, same thing. Ringo came up with these parts. But technique? No, he couldn't. He just doesn't have that kind of Buddy Rich Fluidity so, and and so that's like art, the art part of it versus the technical side. Exactly. Now? More with drummer Alan Childs in just a few moments. Time now for Eddie O, the Wine Guys series on what it takes to become a master sommelier. Now, as you've been hearing, the master sommelier test is tough, really tough. And today, Eddie talks about the most difficult part of that test. There's a tasting, and the tasting consists of six wines. Of course, it's blind, and you don't know what they are, but there are three whites and three reds. And then questions come up like, you know, what, you know, where do you think this wine comes from? What kind of grape varieties are involved? What kind of age do you think this wine is? In fact, what is the year you think? You know, they, they make you come up with these initial, initial conclusions as to where you think the, in the world this wine comes from and roughly how old it is. Final conclusions are asked, and you must commit to, well, I think this wine is a 2009 Bordeaux, uh, being a second growth, uh, probably uh, from the region of Saint-Julien, and I think it's a 1998 or whatever, and I think this wine is sound, but I think it uh, probably has reached its apogee as far as maturity, or this wine is, needs another five more years, or this wine is from an off-vintage and here's what's wrong with this, why I'm saying off vintage, because the grapes were probably not ripe enough to give, uh, which causes the wine to have too much acidity, which means the wine is out of balance, and no wine can get high points unless it's got a good sugar-acid balance. That kind of question is, is the kind of stuff that comes up. And as I say, there's probably, I forget, I've heard lots of different versions, but there's about a 3% pass ratio. Eddie O will be back again next week. More with drummer Alan Childs in just a few moments. 
when you visit Las Vegas, you're always looking for fun things to do. And I think one thing you got to put on your list is the Neon Museum. It's fantastic. What a way to learn the history of Las Vegas. But by the signs that go back all the way to the 1930s. The lobby, in fact, is a restored shell from the old La Concha Motel. It's a lot of fun. The staff there is incredible. Really unique Las Vegas experience. So you can learn the history and have a blast. Go to neonmuseum.org. That's neonmuseum.org. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. So are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines and spreading toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system. And get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger-looking skin, increased energy, and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. And like me, you'll be glad you did. It's happening to you every night. One snores, and the other can't sleep. It seems like there's no end to it. But now there's a quick and easy-to-use solution, a natural solution. Snore Stop. Try it risk-free today. Snore Stop was created and tested by a team of physicians and has been helping couples sleep for over 20 years. It is the number one selling anti-snoring medicine in the U.S. Snore Stop sprays or tablets are now available nationwide. All you have to do is call. It's time to try Snore Stop and make every night a better night for both of you. Don't wait. Try Snore Stop, the number one selling anti-snoring medicine in the U.S. spray or tablets. Call right now for free shipping and your 100% risk-free trial offer. 800-982-4808. 800-982-4808. 800-982-4808. That's 800-982-4808. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Well, does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Does your company need an entertaining and informative on-hold message? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. That's why thousands turn to the pros at Black Eagle Sound Design. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. At Black Eagle Sound Design, you get Hall of Fame professionalism, royalty-free music, and a 100% buyout, meaning the commercials are yours to do with as you please. See website for details. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. It's time you worked with the best, and Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. I'm Adele Poole, one of the many talents you'll hear at Black Eagle Sound Design. Visit us at BESD.US. Black Eagle Sound Design, because the voice you choose matters. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case. (laughs) Yeah. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same 
Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to world-famous session drummer Alan Childs, who has also spent several years drumming for Broadway shows, including Rock of Ages, right here in Vegas. What is it, Matt? Now, you seem like a pretty normal guy, right? But drummers are, <laughs> are I mean, there's some crazy drummers. Um, yeah, Keith Moon. He was Keith crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he was, but I'm guessing if he went to a, to a, a, a hospital and got checked out, they would say, come on, we got a room for you here. Because <laughs> he was out, he, no, and towards the end of his life, he was taking medication. But yet, he could do things on the drum that were just incredible. Yeah, he, he's another one. His technique wasn't a schooled technique. It was a very natural technique. Uh, he was just wilder than Ringo. Ringo was more conservative and played for the song, that's it, but Keith, uh, it was a show-off, but it wasn't Buddy Rich show-off because he didn't have that kind of technique, right. but he, he had his own little natural technique that fit the who perfectly. Yeah, well, he put explosives in there, I remember that. Well, yeah, the, on the Smothers Brothers show, he uh, puts explosives in the bass drum, and that was the beginning of Pete's hearing loss because I'm friends with Pete, and uh, really? whenever they come here, I, I see them and hang out with Pete. You know, but... Uh, just for a second, talk about Pete Townsend. He wrote the absolute best book. On, it was just his bio talking about rock world. But I got more out of that book than any other book I have read in that thing. And it's just, he's a brilliant guy because brilliant. they said, they tell me that he, The Who is the one group where, you know how most songs, they say you can show that it was stolen from another song and you know, all that They said Townsend stuff that he writes is just so original that you can't put it there. You know, that's so true. Because like when you listen to The Who and like, how come you don't hear any Beatles? Yeah. Like, like, you know, because they, from that era, a lot of bands, you know, listened to the Beatles. They were like right. the hierarchy. They were there on the top and like everyone took from the Beatles a little. And the Who never did. Yeah. Never. The only thing they took was in the early days, they listened to James Brown and R&B artists, which yeah. was with the mod movement came from. But uh, yeah, Pete's a genius. He had his own... His own thing. Well, you see, he's a friend of yours, so tell me, he strikes me as a real serious guy. Like, he takes this stuff seriously. I think he's changed over the years, because uh, I met him later on, like in the 90s. Yeah. I'm sure if you would have met him in the 70s and 80s, yeah. he was a, a mean you, guy. <laughs> well, but do you think guys like him and Mick Jagger, the reason they've been able to last so long... Because they take this like a business, you know. There always seems like there's, there's a business side to that, you know. Well, yeah, when you're at that level, uh, you have, of course you have people taking care of that for you, but you have to make decisions. Uh, Mick is really, really into business. Yeah. Mick, yeah, he's serious. <laughs> but on the other side of the coin, he works hard. He... he looks the same almost body-wise yeah. that he looked when he was 17. I mean, you know, but uh, he does love to perform. And, yeah. and that's, the Rolling Stones are uh, Is that part brilliant. of your thing, though, too? Because, I mean, you know, to do it all these years and so forth, is it, just, is it just fun to do? I mean, it's your job, but you enjoy it. I love it, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's everything to me. Uh, I never took any gig for granted. I never got like a mean to to the workers like i've seen fellow musicians uh, uh one night were doing sound check and the guitar player started yelling at his guitar tech and i'm i took him over to the side after the sound check i said what are you doing this isn't the army you're not the sergeant you gotta yell at the guy it's rock and roll come on what are you doing? Yeah. You know. <laughs> Did he take it well? <laughs> yeah, for like a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, you mentioned before you play for the song. That's you know, and that's kind of what you do, right? I mean, you always play yeah. for the song. Is that why you can? I mean, I just look at some of the people you've played with. You can do all sorts of it. Music. You're not tied to one particular sound necessarily. Yeah. Well, 
I was fortunate enough to grow up listening to a lot of different musics. And uh, I also did, in the early part of my career, I did those gigs in New York where you had to wear a tuxedo and a bow tie, and you would play the Waldorf Astoria, and I was like the kid at one point, and everybody was, you know, like experienced studio musicians, big band players, and, and you had to play everything. Yeah. You had to play a cha-cha. You had to play swing, a big band, you know, and I was lucky. I, I, I had it, in, it. It was in me, and uh, that's how I really made my living for like seven, eight years. And is it part of that respecting the music? Because I imagine there's a lot of people, oh, I don't want to play a cha-cha or something. And you're like, no, if I'm going to play it, I'm going to play it right. Exactly. And I want to not only play it right, I want to play it authentically. Yeah. You know, so uh, that helped me in my career, uh, trying to do my best all the time and working for the song. Yeah. That's the most important thing. It's not about, here's where technique and, and playing for the song comes in. Uh, you're going to play a song and you're doing a demo, say, for an up-and-coming artist. And you listen to the song, you run it down, you rehearse it one or two times. You don't want to get in the way of anything. It's the song right. and the singer, right? So then you get guys that are, have that, that, that technique thing in their head. Yeah. Like, oh, I could fit. One yeah. of those double paradiddles over here, and I'll you know, yeah. And and those guys eventually will sail off into the sunset, and, uh, right, and they better be really good if they're going to do that. Yeah, but it, but it won't fit the song though. That's what I'm trying right, to say. Right, right, yeah. right. So you know, you have to learn what not to do is very important. So can I assume then that you like a lot of different types of music? It's not yeah. just you know, it's not just rock. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, yeah, it's not, but it all stems from like R and B. Yeah. You know, soul music, uh, rock. Uh, I like even some heavy metal because I respect the yeah the, the the time they put into how they could master their instruments. Uh, I'm sometimes the songs don't kill me, but uh, every once in a while they even have a good song. You know, you'll hear more from Alan Childs in just a moment. Time now for Luxury Living Vegas Style with Gady Madrano, the star of Flipping Vegas, which is seen on the DIY Network. Check your local listings. So, what does the market look like in 2019? Let's ask Gady. What trends do you see for the real estate market in 2019, specifically in Las Vegas and then kind of uh, the U.S. as a whole? Well, for Las Vegas, we experienced... A lot of growth early on in the year, towards the end of the year, towards like the winter, it usually has a little bit of a drop. It's our slow season. People like to hibernate in Las Vegas. Um, cold weather just doesn't agree with um, Las Vegas residents. So usually you'll see a drop, but you'll see it pick right back up and definitely going into spring. All all assessments of the analytics as it relates to um, past sales, a population increase, job growth, all of that leads pretty much from every source. And it's unanimous that we're looking at the range is somewhere between um, three to eight percent a healthy market is usually three to five percent so we might be going a little bit above that because of just so much population increase and so many Californians and just so many just so much going on with all these different projects these huge sports projects and so many people moving to Las Vegas so we're going to definitely be seeing some growth in the next year. You can find out more about Gady at GadyRealEstate.com. That's spelled G-A-D-Y. More with drummer Alan Childs in just a few moments. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi nationwide on the BizTalk Radio Network. Times are changing. The circus of politics, healthcare's low standards and high prices let's not forget food quality. What to do? Arm yourself with Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. In a world of chemical imbalance and poor air and water quality, it's time you make a move. Log on to GetTheTea.com and stock up on organic non-GMO supplements. Don't forget the tea. GetTheTea.com. Cleansing your body never felt so good. And we have a brand new tea called Takedown Tea which helps support healthy glucose. All natural body support so you can be at your best naturally. All you have to do is log on to getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. We're not a fad that comes and goes. We are the real deal. 
Join us and armor up. GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Changing America's health one tea bag at a time. Do you own a real business that makes real money? Not just an idea for a business, but a real revenue-generating business. Then we have what every business needs to run and grow. Cash. Call the Business Cash Advance Line, and in just five minutes, you could be well on your way to securing up to $1 million in funding for your business. Use the money however you want. Try new advertising, buy inventory, purchase equipment, or pay taxes and other bills. Call now to secure up to $1 million in less than a week. The process is quick and easy. Call the Business Cash Advance Line to speak with an account manager now. Representatives are standing by, so if you need to get up to $1 million in working capital to grow your business, don't wait. Call right now. 800-445-1099. 800-445-1099. Call now. 800-445-1099. That's 800-445-1099. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to the drummer for such great acts as David Bowie and Julian Lennon. His name is Alan Childs. Well, tell me about playing for David Bowie because you know now Bowie's gone, but he really was a musical genius. And was that always a challenge? What was that like to work with him? He happened to be out of everyone I worked for just about. I mean, yeah. Julian Lennon was a, a sweetheart, too, but David was the most char- char- charismatic 
yeah. of all of them. Uh, he was funny. He was intelligent, and he was super talented, and he knew what he wanted. Yeah, well, and that must be kind of exciting because he was kind of fearless, right? I mean, he was doing stuff, you know, the whole Ziggy Stardust stuff. I mean, it was pretty revolutionary it at was. the time. It was definitely revolutionary. He started a whole new thing, and he kept the fans from those years all the way to the end. They stuck with him. Wow. Yeah. Have any particular favorite of his? Mm. I do like that Ziggy Stardust album. Yeah. The Spiders from Mars. Uh, Ziggy play guitar. You know, that oh, album. yeah, right. That, that yeah. was a great album. That's I always remember album. the Suffrage City. It just That's was just, on the same yeah, album. Yeah, it was such a great song. Every time I hear it, you, know, you never get tired of it. I guess it's a sign of a great song. Yeah, and then I also do like some of the, the directions he went in later. Yeah. You know, he, he did, he, he was also influenced by other musics. Uh, he got into that um, electronic, like, nine-inch nail thing yeah. for a minute on one album. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and whatever he did, he did great. Yeah, he, he just, I think he's kind of having fun with the music, like what you talked about, you know. I mean, is that something, too, that even now, do you think about, what can I try different? Or what, you know, what, what kind of, I mean, you're always thinking about things like that? or Well, well I could give you an example, for instance, like with Bowie. And uh, before the tour started, I was giving a li- uh, given a list of songs to learn. Yeah. <clears throat> and I would listen to the songs, and then we'd go into rehearsal, and I would think, wait a minute, I could do something different in this part, you know, as far as the drum fills leading into the chorus and stuff. And, and he, ne- he would give us total freedom. We never had to stick to the record. Okay. And so, you know, you were able to be creative, even though the song was already born. And on a record, it, you didn't have to stick to that. And uh, that's nice. It was, well, yeah. now, but I know you've also done like Broadway shows, things like that. Kind of, uh, now, is that different in the sense that you got to give them exactly what you know? You don't that interpretation part is out. Is that right? That's usually correct. But what happened with me is, uh, it was the '90s, and I got a call to audition for the Who's Tommy, and I. I had no idea who could have recommended me because I had no eyes for Broadway. I never, I just, it was unbelievable that I got this call. But I wasn't working and I'm a workaholic. So I was like off for like three weeks and I said, let me go down and check it out. So I sat in the pit. They, they told me, watch the show with the drummer in the pit. And I, uh, I said, I could do this. Yeah. And it was like a challenge. And at that time, in the, in the 90s, I was a novelty because I was a real rock drummer that played with rock bands, real rock bands. Yeah. And the other guys were Broadway drummers trying to play rock. So I was like a bit of a novelty. And when I would get a show, I'd listen and read the charts that were given to me. But as I learned it, I started putting my things like what I would have done if I wrote the drum part. That's cool. And they let me. Yeah. And that's why I stayed with it from like 90, I, I can't remember the first year, 94 to 2017. I yeah. did so many shows. I was on tour with Aida, Elton John's version, yeah. uh, Rent for three years, uh, Hairspray, which I heard opened here for like three months and then, di- and then bombed. Uh, I did three years on the road with Hairspray. Uh, yeah, it's just a whole well, bunch. Well, I mean, of- and it had to be a great for them to, you know, bring in somebody at that level. Gives it a whole more, uh, I don't know, a, a sound that's going to come out and grab you. Uh, well, it made it a little more authentic. Right. And uh, I, I believe I was, I'm not sure I was the first, but I was one of the first of the real rock drummers or real rock musicians to do Broadway well, I'm excited about the fact that you've got an album on. I want to talk with you about that because people are hearing you. They, they, they've heard you. You know, they've listened to the Bowie stuff. They know what this is called Alan Child's Aftermath. That's, That's correct. Right? What is it and what should we be listening for? Well, what, it is, what Aftermath is, it's, it's the aftermath of the glory days of rock. Right. Because uh, some people feel rock is dead, which there's some truth to that. There's not a, there's not a lot of it. I mean, you know, outside of uh, the Foo Fighters, yeah, not a lot of people really doing that anymore. Well, uh, and especially look at the radio stations and the record stores and business in general. Yeah. Uh, uh, rap and country overtook sales of rock. 
like it's changed. It flip-flopped over. And rock was everything in the 60s and 70s. Absolutely. They sold the most. It was, anything else was minute compared to rock. Now, it's flipped. Yeah, it, it's all classic. You know, it's guys like me who grew up with it listening to it yeah. some more. You There's know? the classic rock stations. There's a guy out here. Uh, his name is John Gist. He's trying to bring rock back to America, but he's here in Vegas, and he just had a Vegas rock something, Las Vegas, I don't know. But uh, he just had like a three-day festival here, and he brought bands, rock bands. Real from, rock bands. <laughs> from other parts of the country, and he tried to do like a three-day festival. He said it was like kind of successful. Oh, so, that's I mean, good. That's encouraging. <laughs> it, exactly. <laughs> you know. Well, tell us what's on the album. Well, uh, I wrote the songs, and I play all the instruments and try and sing. And, uh, wow. Uh, so you did one of those, John, I would think of John Fogarty did that, where you just played everything. Yeah, yeah. So I you tried. do more than drum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. So I did that, and that album came out, I'd say, nine months ago. Yeah. And tomorrow, my, an EP comes out. Cool. I mean, you, now, where can people get this? Any digital store. Okay. Yeah. That's like, enough. you know, Spotify, Apple, yeah. Deezer, or any kind of uh, digital download store. Has. Well, I'd recommend you do that out there because it's so hard to find that. You know, I know my daughter's a huge Foo Fighters fan. Whoa. So I can't wait to tell her to go get this because, uh, you know, there's just, like you say, there's not much of it. And hopefully, maybe there is a comeback. You know? <laughs> I hope. Yeah. I hope. So, uh, and you write the stuff too, then. Is that, was that kind of fun? Have you done that before? Or? I dabbled in it in the 80s when I had like a four-track TIAC. And uh, uh, yeah, it was like a hobby. Uh, uh, one band did... Oh, actually, there was a Christian rock band in New Jersey that took two of my songs. Oh. I never saw a penny. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at least it was on a record back then. It was like a 45. And, um, and then a couple of the bands that I was... Like original bands that I was coming up with... Did one or two of my songs. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So, what, what's for the future for you? You know, are you going to do some more of this or what? Well, I'm definitely. If I'm home, I'm going to keep writing and just do it. It's like it's like yoga. It's like therapy. It's I need to do it. You know. Yeah, is it a way to get all those ideas out of your head and down on paper? Is, is it cathartic? You know. Yeah, yeah. It's like 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 therapy. Yeah, that's excellent. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if anybody calls me that I like. To do a gig, I, I would do it. There's, um, I got a couple calls here in Vegas, but uh, I, and you know, I'm not kidding myself. I'm like, I'm on the last part of my career now. I'm getting older, so I don't want to go out playing in a, a cover band. Right. You know, and Alan Childs finished his career on a cover band. I, I, it's, it's fine that people do that, but I just don't want right. to do that. And there's not a lot here that I want to do. But um, there's one or two things happening that, that, that could happen, and uh, it'll be big. It'll be great. And if it doesn't, I'll continue to just write. Well, if people want to find out what you're doing, where do we go on uh, social media? Uh, Facebook. I have a Facebook page. People could check it out. I even put the songs on there that you could download uh, on Spotify or Apple. You could listen for free on my Facebook page because I, I link it to SoundCloud. So. Oh, great. Alan, thank you so much. We hope to have you on again. My pleasure. I was talking to your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, the other day about what people are telling him they want for a trip to Las Vegas. And he said they're looking for basically a good deal like they used to get back in the day in the 20th century and so forth. But you can actually find that now. The Orleans Hotel. Yep, they got a great casino, wonderful restaurants, everything from upscale stuff to the buffet to fast food. Everything you want. The prices are great. There's lower resort fees and free parking. Why don't you check it out? It's at orleanscasino.com. That's orleanscasino.com. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi nationwide on the BizTalk Radio Network. Hey, everybody, this is Sam Riddle, and you are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. free. 
the Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. So are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines spreading toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system. And get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger-looking skin, increased energy, and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. And like me, you'll be glad you did. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-908-9850. 800-908-9850. That's 800-908-9850. It's happening to you every night. One snores, and the other can't sleep. It seems like there's no end to it. But now there's a quick and easy-to-use solution, a natural solution. Snore Stop. Try it risk-free today. Snore Stop was created and tested by a team of physicians and has been helping couples sleep for over 20 years. It is the number one selling anti-snoring medicine in the U.S. Snore Stop sprays or tablets are now available nationwide. All you have to do is call. It's time to try Snore Stop and make every night a better night for both of you. Don't wait. Try Snore Stop, the number one selling anti-snoring medicine in the U.S. spray or tablets. Call right now for free shipping and your 100% risk-free trial offer. 800-982-4808. 800-982-4808. That's 800-982-4808. Um, hello, it's me, the designer jeans in your closet, the back of your closet. What am I doing here? Would you keep caviar in the back of your fridge with the ketchup and old milk? Yeah. I don't think so. So what happened to us? I mean, have you seen my label? I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Sure, I never really fit you quite right, and one of my pockets is so small you can't even squeeze your hand into it. But it's all about the look. And I look good. I need to get back out on the scene so I can be seen. You know, going to fancy parties, getting expensive iced coffees, Sunday fun days. Okay? So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. I know what you're thinking. 
Why would I need a voiceover production company? Does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. Visit us at BESD.US. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. In Las Vegas, there's a lot of famous, great restaurants on the Strip, but there are some great ones in some of the outer areas, like near downtown and stuff. And, boy, one place that are your Vegas insider, Scott Robin, mentioned to me that you have to go is Esther's Kitchen. We're here with Chef James Trees. Chef, uh, you're really making a name for yourself here. How do you go about doing so? I mean, I saw you, you had the, all the right training and so forth. You pick a place like this, which is kind of hard to find. Do you just let the, do you let the good word get out, which apparently it has? Um, really what it came down to was I was coming back home. So when I decided to open in the Arts District, I was looking for a real neighborhood. And this feels like a real neighborhood in a city that doesn't like always have reality attached to it. And I think... You know, what we're doing here is just very, um, at its core, simple, good food. Well, yeah, it's that great. I mean, I grew up, I'm an Italian guy, so I grew up with this stuff. And, I, you know, he's starting to tell me this, and my, my mouth's starting to water. Because what you've done is really uh, taken some of that great, uh, great training and so forth, but bring it back to really good Italian food. Yet you're not an Italian guy. How did you learn to cook such great Italian food? Well, the funny thing is, I grew up um, on the east side of Vegas, and my mom's a teacher. So I was never... Dinner wasn't always on the table, so I was always eating at my best friend's house, who actually works here during the daytime. His name is Alfio, and Alfio, his dad and his mother are phenomenal cooks. He's from uh, Melfi in Italy, and so I had the opportunity to learn that flavor profile from him and then apply, like you said, the technique that you learn at, you know, restaurants like Le Bernard and restaurants like, you know, working for Gordon Ramsay and Michael Mina and all that. And what you do is you take the elements of the fine dining and apply them to food that everyone can already comprehend and like you know and you just raise the bar a little bit so uh i tell people all the time like our bread and butter is bread and butter like we have to nail something so simple as bread everyone knows what spaghetti and meatballs taste like our baseline is the your nona's version like if we're not better than that like that then then we shouldn't be doing anything else like we should just keep working at that and so consistency and sauces and a lot of the things that we do that no one else does is we cook every dish gets finished in a pan like like there's nothing like nothing out of a bag nothing like fancy like there's no molecular cooking here we just cook no that's great stuff and i mean you know you talk about you know everybody's nana you know and i mean I used to have a bunch of italian friends and each one of them had the sauce you know and all the sauces were good and you, we miss that there's a lot of these so-called yuppie italian places and it's good food but it's not really what i think of that so i think it's great that you could combine some of that great technique with such great flavors yeah i mean like so the flavor profile of our sauce is uh alfio's dad's sauce that I grew up eating, except for rather than using parsley, which he uses, that, and then we use basil. That's that's like the baseline. Like I mean, like so many restaurants are all about technique, and so like so technique driven to the point where they lose the actual sight that making delicious food is the most important thing. And our goal is to just every single time someone like the, my sous chef Casey actually has this thing that he says they're doing the food dance, where people will look at the food kind of like wonder about it, eat it, and then they'll start dancing in their seats. And it's, it's so funny. He's like, yeah, they're doing the food dance on table 31. And you're like, oh, wow, look at that. And it's just like, it's like that thing where it's like, oh, my God, this is seems so simple, but how is it so good? It's funny that we, we search out these restaurants and so forth, yet when people ask that some of the greatest meals, they remember that their childhood. And for you to do that, it's just fantastic. And I think, you know what, the Arts District, it, it, it's, coming, uh, it's coming of age. You know, you can see where it's, it's, it's grown up, things are nice around here. It's got its own kind of, 
quirky feel to it. And a restaurant like this, people, it's a good reason to come out here. Yeah, I mean, like, coming down to the Arts District is, like, it's actually more of an adventure than people actually expect it to be. Because, like, once you get down here, you realize there's all these awesome shops and artists and galleries, and you have all this culture that's actually happening. And all, like, the local artists who reside in this area, they're the people who work in my restaurant. I didn't go to the Strip and hire a bunch of resumes. I didn't go, like, find guys who worked at Robichon or worked at Michael Mina or worked at Gordon Ramsay's Steak. I don't want those guys. Those guys are about boosting up a check average and taking home $400 an like that's not the people I want I want the people who really care about every single person who comes down here well and it kind of reminds you of the places that people grew up with great Italian food with New York Chicago San Francisco where there were great neighborhood places where you knew like you said you always knew you were going to get a good meal it was going to be a fair price and I think if you come once you're going to come uh, as many times as possible every time you visit out here so chef what a great pleasure let's tell people how they can get here all right, so we are in the Arts District, obviously, um, and our cross streets are uh, Casino Center and California. That sounds good. Uh, reservations uh, welcome? Highly recommended on Open Table. Uh, most likely, if you don't have a reservation, the wait can go up to two hours. And it's worth it. Chef, we will see you again, hopefully, at the new place out in, uh, where is it again? Where is it going to be? It's going to be in uh, Tivoli Village. Another great little Italian neighborhood there. Hey, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much, man. Time now for your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, discussing why Broadway shows on the Strip are a hit-or-miss proposition. Well, they're trying to push the Broadway musical, and uh, I know what uh, the Paris has had a little difficulty with the Maryland, <laughs> and I think there was another show that got... Is that just not work here, or what do you think that is? Because it's kind of unique. You know, they put a lot of uh, PR into it, I guess, and uh, didn't get the response they wanted. No, Marilyn uh, had 15 total performances. That's problematic. Uh, They said they're on hiatus, which in Vegas often translates as we're optimistic, but realistically, we're not going to see that show again. Uh, I can't say it doesn't work because there have been shows that have lasted quite a long time. Jersey Boys, years and years and years of performances. So it's not really the Broadway uh, production so much as uh, there are certain ones that just click. It has to do with marketing. It has to do with the venue. It has to do with if they can keep their costs under control. Uh, There's a lot of variables as to whether a show uh, lives or dies here. But ultimately, it has to do with people voting with their dollars like anything else. Uh, And so the the Maryland show got decent reviews, but there are other uh, kind of mitigating factors related to the financial viability of the company – uh, behind it to how much support it gets from a casino, all those all those things. So I, I don't know that, that the Broadway-style show is dead, but there, it's been having a tough, tough go of it lately. Make sure to check out Scott's blog, VitalVegas.com, every day for updates on the ever-changing news of Las Vegas. Thanks for listening. Next week, you'll meet Jeffrey Sussman, who is one of the best boxing writers in America, discussing the sports mob influence and its connection with Vegas. Have a wonderful weekend. This is Stephen Manchie reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com.